good time. Okay, you too. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Can you do it? I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the Misfit Stars podcast. I'm Shannon Curtis. And I'm Jamie Hill. Hi, everyone. Shannon and I are a married pair of working artists, and this podcast is our weekly date for getting on microphones and talking with one another and with you about what's mattering to us this week. We're so happy that you're here with us. And hi, Shannon. Hi, honey. Hi. Are you feeling a little bit ragged today? Oh, yeah. so, so. <laughs> yeah. My voice feels like it's sort of almost wanting to try to show up for me today, so we'll just yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, should we do announcements? Announcements, announcements, announcements. It's mm-hmm. a very short song. So, people, at long last, Shannon's new album, Good To Me, is out. Whoa. It's out in the world. Wow. It's so exciting. Uh, we recently crossed uh, a thousand streams for it on Spotify. Yeah. Which in for the first few days. In the first few days. It's so fun. Uh, mm-hmm. For people who run a small little operation like us, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's actually kind of really good velocity for us. Yeah. It's funny because you think about someone like, you know, Taylor Swift, and she got a, <laughs> she got probably her first million in the first three seconds. Oh, for sure. You know? (laughs) And we're like doing like a thousand over three days. But it's just a different scale, you know? And it's really cool. It's for sure the best velocity we've had on Spotify yet. And it's Mm -hmm. really interesting. We have, we learned just today, Shannon was sharing with me, as many people right now listening to Shannon's stuff, our stuff, in Sweden as we do in America. No, no, no. No, no. No? no, I'm going to just... Count that up to your getting over your chest cold foggy brainness. <laughs> it's half the number of people that listen in the United States are listening in Sweden. Oh, half. Okay. So I was off by half. Oh, by <laughs> What's 50%? Yeah, yeah. But no, it's still a big deal because the yeah. United States is a massive country compared to Sweden. Which is very small. Which is a small country. So like, it, it's really cool, like though, that like, there's, there's that many people in Sweden. And that's like, it's growing in Sweden. And Germany too, for that matter. Like it's nearly, uh, it's nearly, ju- the, the listenership in Germany is almost as big as in Sweden. Mm. So it's just, I, I mean, I love it. I that's love great. that it's kind of like getting this international reach. Also, like just practically speaking, I can tell you from experience that those are two really civilized places to tour. <gasps> like you get treated really, really well there. Both countries. You don't say. Uh-huh. Hmm. We're going to have to start trying to figure that out soon. We are. Which is going to be fun and interesting. Ah! Yeah. Crazy. So, so the album is out. The album's out. So people, here's what you can do. You can go listen to it anywhere that you enjoy listening to music. You can listen on Spotify. Spotify numbers are what matter the most to us. It's just this weird sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also anywhere that you like to listen to music, just go listen to it there. If you're an Apple Music person, a Tidal person, maybe you're listening from France and you're a Deezer person, wherever you enjoy listening to music, just go listen to it there. It's free now. That's how things work. Streaming mm-hmm. is free. Music is free. Uh, that has ramifications for us as artists. We'll talk about that later in the podcast. But suffice to say that from the consumer perspective, mm-hmm. it's an amazing time to be alive. Sure is. We're Spotify people too. We pay the $10 a month or maybe it's 12 now, whatever it is, we pay it and we just have the thing in our pocket that we poke at and music comes out. Where does it come from? Nobody knows <laughs> who pays for it. Not us really. <laughs> Certainly not on the level we consume it. We listen to 15, 20, 30 records a month. Do we pay for $300 a month for nope. those records? No, we sure don't. Yeah. You know, I remember when I was a kid, you would just, if you wanted to listen to music, you had to go buy it. Oh yeah, for sure. And then you would take it home and you would listen to yeah, it. Yeah, you take a runner on something because you heard one song on the radio. Yeah. And you're like, maybe I'll like the rest of this record. You don't know. It's why I gravitated, I think, eventually more toward alternative music than to pop. I've always loved a good pop song, but I had the experience when I was a teenager oh. that I would like hear the single on the radio, get so excited 
way to go buy the album for a pop song or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like the single is great and there's nine crappy songs with it <laughs> that they they shit them out really quickly to make an uh, album so they can sell you something for $12 as opposed to $2 for a single. It's all so you weird, know? yeah. But I learned from experience that alternative music, you'd hear a single, like you hear Depeche Mode, People Are People, oh. right? And like the rest of the album was actually And the rest of the record's good. amazing. yeah. Like cool. really, really great, yeah. you know? And so hmm. that's just generally speaking kind of more the case. Like if you like an alternative music artist, you're probably going to like the whole record if you like the song you heard on the that's radio. That's so interesting, yeah. Not so always. yeah, please listen wherever you listen. Uh, we we have practiced radical acceptance around the idea that our music, once put out into the world, is just free for people to listen to. Yeah. Uh, we, are, we, we have figured out and are continuing to figure out how to... Uh, you know, earn a living in that environment. Yep. It's working out, yep. you know. Uh, our community is a big part of that. We're going to talk about that later in this episode, actually. Um, but for now, just go and enjoy the record and share it with people. Like, if, yeah. you, if you like it, um, share it with folks in your life. Like, Tell them personally. Yeah. I'll tell you, see, here's something that doesn't work. Posting a link to the record on Facebook. Nope. Don't even bother because doing it. Facebook just doesn't show posts. Like, they, they, they kill... In their algorithm, they kill posts that have links to things that aren't Facebook. <laughs> like, because they want you to stay on Facebook. Yeah. So that's just not something, don't, you know, it's lovely when people do that in terms of like, they, you know, will say kind words to us. And I'll tell you how it goes we get down. It, we get it directly to us. Someone yeah. will post something on Facebook and they'll tag, they'll, they'll be like, I love <laughs> so much this new record by at Shannon Curtis and at Jamie Hill. Please listen to it. I love it so much. And they'll have a link <laughs> for Spotify or YouTube or Bandcamp or whatever it is. Yeah. And there will be two people who see that post and who heart it. And it's Shannon and it's me. That's right. Because Facebook just doesn't show it to anyone. It's not you, poster. It's Facebook. Yeah. Who's just shutting it down. So, so tell people, and yeah. do, it, do it like the old days. Like if you like it, like... Think about your friends who have similar tastes to you and just like tell them personally. Mm -hmm. Again, not posting on fucking Facebook, <laughs> but like telling them, maybe text them. Be yeah. like, I love this record. Check I, it out. I really think you would love it. Yeah. Text your friend a Spotify link. Yeah. Again, not a group text because no one looks at group texts. Everyone resents group texts. <laughs> Do it personally. You know, that's what works. Group texts are terrible. They're the worst. I hate being on group texts. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, listen to the record. Thank you so much for those of you who've sent us so many wonderful comments. Like we we really have felt all the love. And yeah. thank you. It's been a real big lift. And um and yeah, and there's more to come for this release, right? This is the album release that we did on on Friday. Um, we're going to be doing uh, more stuff with this project coming in the new year. There's going to be uh, an official book release. We have advanced copies of the book that we are sending to supporters of our Misfit Stars yep. community. Uh, but the official book release, the more wide book release, will happen in 2023. And we're also creating a, a scripted podcast. It's going to be fun. For this project where... Um, I'll be essentially sharing all of the sort of deeper thoughts behind each of the songs on the record in a 10-episode podcast. Um, so it's kind of like a book on tape plus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's kind of what it'll end yeah. up being. Uh, and so I'm really excited about that. So those those are all coming in 2023. So there's, there's more to come with this project. But right now we're celebrating the music, the album, and I hope that you'll just listen to it nonstop. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we hope that these ideas will like live with you. Mm. Like that's kind of the point, right? Because this is not just a record, although it is an ass-kickingly good record. Yeah. It's also it's a concept album. Right. It's a bunch of ideas about how to like make your experience on planet Earth better for you. Mm. 
It, I mean, it was my exploration of how to make my own experience on planet yeah. Earth better for me. And and you were gracious enough to share it. Well, you know, that's that's what that's what I I, I mean. I think a lot of artists do that, right? They share their own experience, they share their own story in whatever mm -hmm. medium they're communicating, and and hope that it will connect with yep. other people. That's that was my hope too. Mm -hmm. So yeah. All right, Jamie, how are you feeling today? Well, thanks for asking, sweetheart. You know, uh, I am by nature an optimistic person, and I always work to center that. Yeah. I'm foggy and I'm struggling. Oh. It's been hard the last couple of days for me. It really yeah. has. I'm still I'm getting over being sick, and I'm just in this weird phase of getting over being sick where I just feel just congested and sort of removed from the world. Like my brain's not quite working right. I'm struggling to hold ideas. Mm. I'm struggling to remember things. I'm struggling to communicate in a way that makes sense to other people. <laughs> I'm struggling to communicate in a way that makes sense to myself. I'll get, I get halfway through a thought process and my internal monologue is like, fuck it. Where was I? What was I yeah. trying to say right now? Yeah, and I don't even care. You know what I mean? It's like I don't even want to communicate. I just feel hey, stupid and I, slow. I want to say that so far you've been doing great on this podcast today. So. Well, that's kind. Yeah, yeah. Aside from getting a statistic wrong by a factor of oh, two. It's but okay. you know, whatever. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Small details. What I was really doing is I was doubling in my mind the significance of Sweden. And I think that Sweden should thank me. Oh, yeah. You're welcome, Sweden. <laughs> Excellent. So yeah. you're feeling foggy. Yeah, but you know, I'm in a, I'm generally speaking in an okay mood, you mm -hmm. know? Like, I feel optimistic, excited about things. But, you know, it's just, it's hard to connect right now. And yeah. I'm such a connective person <sighs> that when I feel like I can't connect, it's really frustrating for me. That's, mm. I think, that if I can drill down specifically to the locus mm. of exactly what my annoyance is right now, that's it. Mm. You know, I love connecting. I rely on my ability to connect. Mm. And when I feel like I can't, it feels very stressful. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just fine, but I'm not operating at 100%. Yeah. I'm at like 60% right now. Yeah, maybe you could rest a little bit later. Ugh, but you know what? I'm fucking sick of resting. I know. I have been resting for days. And <laughs> literally every time Shannon says, you should rest, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> In my, my internal monologue, my mouth says, maybe, sweetheart. But my internal monologue is, shut the fuck up, Shannon. I'm so fucking sick of fucking resting. <laughs> okay, so that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Although you probably do need to do that. Yeah, it's probably true. But, um, also, I don't want to hear about it. Okay. So there's fine, that. Fine, But fine. I do appreciate you trying to take care of me. I know yeah. that's where it's coming from, and it's very sweet. It's all And love. I know that a normal person would be like, hey, an opportunity to tune out and rest. How fun and good. I'm just not wired <laughs> that way. You are not. I have things I want to accomplish. Yeah. My, li my time on this planet is short, and I don't want to spend it sitting on the goddamn couch looking yeah. at the television or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. I have things to do. I know. <laughs> I feel for you. Yeah. Anyway, how are you feeling? Man, uh, the last, today included in the last few days, I feel like I am living in the tension of contradictory feelings yeah. all the time. Um, it's it's like ups and downs, highs and lows, like it, all over the place. And uh, and it's fine. Like I, I'm, I'm so proud of this album. It was so fun to put it out on Friday and to begin to hear people's reactions to it. And yeah. You know, we've been sharing a song a night on our 10-day Good To Me live broadcast celebration on Facebook and Instagram. By the way, join us tonight at 7 uh, Pacific time. Um, but, you know, and, and that's been super fun. And, you know, we've got all this lovely support from our Misfit Stars community and beyond. And, and it's, 
all that is so wonderful and feels so great. And also, I had this experience the like the day after release day where I just crashed hard. It felt like I was like slammed into a brick wall. Like and 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 it makes sense. Like we've been working toward this this day, yeah. the out release day for months. I mean yeah. like for the better part of a year really. Like if you count back to when I started writing the songs for this album was like last it was January. Ten, it was like 10 months ago, yeah. You know, 11. and so writing the songs, making the recordings, putting those out, you know, one by one into our community, then revisiting the album sonically and, you know, tweaking some stuff in the mixes and that's just putting together the book, doing all the legwork for trying to, you know, gain some momentum for the promotion of this album the last few months. Like it's been a ton of like behind the scenes work yeah. for me, especially on this on that front. Like just grinding, yeah. working toward this day. And so it's awesome to celebrate. And then also at the same time, it's just like, whoa. Like someone, someone on Mastodon, I shared the feeling about this uh, there. And someone, I asked other creatives, like, hey, have you experienced something like this? And mm. one of them said, some, used the phrase uh, that it was like postpartum, uh, it was a postpartum downer. Yeah. Like, like as though it was like I had just birthed something. And yeah. that, you know, that this, this, is a, a, this is a natural sort of like, next feeling that one might have yeah. in that scenario. And so it makes sense. And I know that. I know I've experienced these kinds of things before, you know, like when we've come home from a big long tour, similar feelings to that. Um, so I'm I'm like, I'm like having these, you know, dual, dual emotions, like, you know, one after the other, great, hard, up, down, you know, and and I'm, so I'm living sort of in the tension yeah. of that. And it's okay. Like it's, it's totally fine to be in that tension. Um, that is that's kind of like a descriptor of much of life, sure. I think, is living in with those kinds of of uh, contradictory experiences or feelings. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, overall, I'm great. And also, <laughs> I'm taking note of the fact that, you know, that, that there are some times where I need to give myself a little bit more grace, a little bit more love to get through to the next moment. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Right on. Yeah. So uh, let's get less dumb. Class, anyone... Anyone? Oh yeah, let's get less dumb. Okay, so you've got more words, right? You might remember last week I uh, I began sharing um, these words. I, I was uh, I followed this person on Mastodon um, who writes a website called The Marginalian, mm -hmm. and it, and they uh, they just have all these really just inspirational slash interesting posts on this on this website this but this particular article was about words that exist in languages that are not translatable to English mm -hmm. so these are concepts the words that, are not translatable not the languages right 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 so the words themselves are not there's not an equivalent word in English to reflect these ideas and they're just these <laughs> lovely ideas and so I shared the first seven with you last week if you missed it you got to go back and check them out those were, there were some golden words yeah uh, but I'm gonna do the second seven that she shared and, and on her blog today um this first one is just lovely it's a Japanese noun mm -hmm. and I'm gonna again do my best to pronounce these things appropriately but I don't know if I'm doing it right yeah. so forgive me if I've gotten it wrong but this is a Japanese noun, and the word is komorebi, K-O-M-O-R-E-B-I. Mm -hmm. Okay, komorebi, I guess. And this is the word for the sunlight that filters through the leaves of the trees. That's nice. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. I love that. 
You know what? exactly what I'm talking about when I say that, right? Yeah. Like, it is... It's a very specific, particular, well, filtery kind of sunlight thing. Dappled. Yeah. Sort of, yeah, quivering and Diffuse. gentle. And yes. Isn't that wonderful? It is. Okay. The second word is a Swedish... Speaking of Sweden, we're Whoa. like all about Sweden today. Uh-huh. Swedish verb, and the the word is fika, F-I-K-A. Mm-hmm. And fika is gathering together to talk and take a break from everyday routines, usually drinking coffee and eating pastries, either at a cafe or at home, often for hours on end. I like it. That's a lot of... Of action encapsulated in a little four-letter word. Seriously, let's fika. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to do a lot more fika. (laughs) It says a lot about a culture that they have a word for that. Because you know there's no similar word in English, particularly American English. I know. I love that so much. Okay, the third one is a Portuguese noun. Mm -hmm. And this, uh, I I believe it's pronounced saudade, saudade. S-A-U-D-A-D-E. I feel like I've heard this word Saudade. before. Saudade. Uh-huh. Okay. A noun. This is just, it, it breaks my heart. It is a rogue, constant desire for something that does not and probably cannot exist. A, a, a constant, let's see, longing. Is that right? Oh, no, no. A, a nostalgic longing. For someone or something loved and then lost. Oh, doesn't that just make you want to? I feel like that cry? was the title of uh, an album by somebody. Oh, whoa! That yeah. will you look that up while yeah. I'm reading the next word? Then saudade. Yeah, maybe you'll even find it before I get to this next word. That well, I mean, that's a that's a great. I bet that would be a very emotional album if you would want to call it that. Um, okay, the next word is... Oh, yeah, it's an album by Thievery Corporation. Oh, really? That's why I'm familiar with it, because I follow them. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. that. Okay, so the next word is a Tagalog noun, and this word is kilig, K-I-L-I-G. Mm-hmm. Kilig is the feeling of butterflies in your stomach, usually when something romantic or cute takes place. Ah. Killing is the feeling I get when I'm scrolling Mastodon and I see a kitten picture. Uh, <laughs> right? Like, that's totally what it is, right? <laughs> uh, oh, you probably don't get like butterflies over that. I think no. that's probably like on the way to it, but I don't think that that would be it. But it's not, it's butterflies when something romantic or cute takes place. Like, that's part of the definition. Yeah, sure. Like that little, like, oh, feeling. All right. Yeah, I guess. It works for me. I'm, I, I have I have killing when I see a kitten picture. Just let me have it. Okay. okay so the ne- next one is a, a it's an Italian verb, mm-hmm. and it is comuovere. Okay. C o m m u o v e r e. Okay. One Com- word. One one word. Comuovere. Okay. And it often it's often taken to mean heartwarming, but directly relates to a story that moved you to tears. Oh, I am crying from this story. It's moved me to tears. <laughs> that like was it. my very terrible Italian accent. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. The next one is a Yiddish noun. Uh huh. And this, this is this is actually my favorite one uh, that I've read in this whole list. I think Luftmensch. Mm-hmm. Luftmensch. L U F T M E N S C H. Yeah. Luftmensch is. It refers to someone 
who is a bit of a dreamer and literally means air person. Aww. <laughs> I love that. Isn't that great? Yeah. He's such a left mensch, left mensch, head in the clouds. Aww. So good. Air person. Air person. I love it. Okay, and the last one is a Swedish noun, uh, uh, and it is tretar. I'm probably pronouncing this wrong. Probably. T-R-E-T-A-R. And the A has a little circle on top, but I'm not sure what that's called. It's called a circle. Is it? Okay. I don't <laughs> the know. The A with a little dot, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but tretar, this is, this is going to be good for you, Jamie. Uh, Tritar is a noun. It on its own, tar, the second part of the word, mm-hmm. means a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And the word uh, patar is the refill of said coffee. Uh-huh. So a tretar is therefore a second refill or a three fill. Hey, a three fill. <laughs> just like you like your coffee. I L- like it. Lots of it. Yeah. So those were just so much fun to read and I wanted to share them all with you. Well, how good. And now you know some words in non-English languages that don't have an equivalent in the English language. Although I have to say that the equivalent that you just either uh, invented or read that someone else invented, three fill, right? that totally works. It does, but we don't use it. I mean, we could we could start it up. We yeah. could be like, hey, can I have a three fill? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's start a trend. <laughs> hey, can I get a three fill? People would look at you like, what? I already got the refill. Though. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, thank you for indulging my trip down the let's get less dumb lane. And shall we cruise right into where's my gold star? Yeah. I'm asking for a gold star. Yep. <laughs> You know, you deserve one, but here in an unusual format for Where's My Gold Star, I'm actually going to read your petition. Okay. (laughs) Well, because here's the thing. Your petition in this instance is a couple of different reviews of your new album. Amazing. Like actual journalistic reviews of your new album. It's incredible. It's really incredible. This has never happened But it would be a little bit weird for you to read them. It would. So we agreed ahead of time that I'm going to read them. Thank you. So there's a couple of them. Uh, The first one is from this uh, long-running blog called Fingertips. And it's... uh, it's just really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to read what the reviewer has to say. Okay. He says, I really, really like this new Shannon Curtis album, start to finish. The sonnet palette, shot through with 80s atmosphere, the good kind, is mm-hmm. immediately engaging. And Curtis's prowess as a singer is continually on display. She can go light and airy one moment and reach grainier middle tones at another. Reverb abounds, but with ongoing restraint. The music feels spacious without losing definition. And I am impressed ongoingly by Curtis's songwriting chops. The effortless melodies and artfully structured songs provide consistent delight and reward repeated listens. As for the album's cohesiveness lyrically, the song's reward as much attention as you're willing to pay to them. For those who want the deep, deep dive, there will also be the companion book. Uh, I applaud Curtis for the seriousness of her purpose and her concurrent capacity to translate her journey into a series of such accessible songs. And yet the beauty of the project is that you don't have to engage with the details to be moved by the music. I love it! Right? It was so touching! I love how obviously deeply the person engaged Mm -hmm. with the record. I know. Oh, it's incredible. Wow. I reached out to a bunch of music blogs, and like I expected to... I, I, I had an expectation of... 
of not hearing from anyone. Sure. <laughs> like, it's just, a, you know, these folks that write reviews for music um, are bombarded with requests for reviews. And the top of their list are, re- are requests by by people, artists they, that they've probably heard of, or at least artists that have representation by a label or a PR agent that they recognize. You know, there's there's just so much. So to, to, to get... To, get through to somebody who was willing to listen uh, and to give it so much attention was just an absolute, just humbling gift. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And, um, and it was just, it was just super cool. So I was like, so stoked on getting this review. Well, and you know what? We're not even done, people, because that's not the only review that has come in this week. There was another one that was much, much shorter, uh, but no less meaningful. Yeah. So uh, there is this journalist, Maddie Karras. Uh, he used to work at MTV and VH1 mm-hmm. back in the day. Uh, and now he is the sole uh, curator mm. Uh, is how he terms himself, for this uh, newsletter that he he writes uh, five days a week, you know, called Music Redef. Mm -hmm. It's this really, really wonderful uh, music newsletter. I've been subscribing since it came out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Full disclosure, uh, I'm aware of Maddie and sort of just a little bit friends with him. Um, I mean, like... Like online friends. Online friends. Mm -hmm. It's one of those weird things like where we've never met in person, we've never interacted a ton, but like I just feel very warmly toward him. He just seems like a good human being yeah. like who centers in his writing he, he's so thoughtful and he always centers values yeah 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 you know as humanitarian he, values as he writes about music yeah. it's really wonderful mm-hmm. uh he's just a deep thinker and such a huge lover of music across a wide spectrum of taste mm-hmm. and style uh and so you know I take seriously what he has to say about music. I have learned about records. I have discovered artists from reading his newsletter. Right. So imagine... It's a source you trust. It's a source I trust, yeah. yeah. So imagine my thrill when I opened up Friday's uh, letter and wrote and, and read this. So uh, the very first word of his review is the word this. Okay. And it's a link to the YouTube version of Shannon's song, Be With What Is, song five Mm -hmm. off of the new record, Good To Me. Mm -hmm. And he says, this magnificent 80s throwback from singer-songwriter Shannon Curtis's Good To Me, an album that began as a pandemic-era healing journal and ended up as a synth-pop suite, deserves to be a hit Mm. in this year of Kate Bush. (laughs) It's so great. Isn't that awesome? It just tickles me. It's so sweet. Someone who used to work at MTV being like, this deserves to be a hit. Oh, oh. That's cool. It's so, it's neat. I've We've never tried to like garner press coverage and um and to have like a, a tiny little bit of peop of of attention from people who yeah. write about music yeah. all the time. It's really it feels very cool. It's really nifty. Yeah. So after careful consideration of the evidence laid out before me that I have in <laughs> fact just myself recited, I've decided I'm gonna go ahead and give you gold stars. Well thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get some gold stars too, because you you helped make those sparkling wow. synth pop songs. I mean, like it's not just me. That's true. It's, it's both of us, really. Oh, thanks. Wow, joint stars. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, thank you very much. And we should move right along to our segment called This Feels Important. Please hold for a very important message. All right, people. 
So, here is the thing I want to talk with you about today. Uh, it falls under the large heading of how do things work for independent artists? How do they? How do they? Uh, and you know, uh, so I'm just going to dive right in and we'll talk about it. And, uh, and hopefully you'll arrive at the end of this little segment a little bit more illuminated. You're kind of peeling back the curtain. I'm kind of bit. pulling, pulling really. Peel, pull, pulling back the curtain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unless the curtain is stuck onto sure. something like a peel on an orange. All right. Yes. Whatever. It's semantics. It is. <laughs> so someone asked Shannon and me a couple of days ago how to pay for a CD copy of our new record, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Uh, which, first of all, I just want to stipulate to be clear, like that's super kind and wonderful and what an amazing gesture. And anytime someone asks us, like, how can we not just hear but actually give you money for your record? It's like, that's very meaningful. Yeah, right. Totally. So I just want to really stipulate that I am not mm -hmm. subsequently going to be dunking on that. I'm not upset about it. It's wonderful. Yes. But... So, like, I had, like, this discussion with this person. Mm. This conversation happened on Facebook, and it sort of went back and forth, right, with other people. And in this ensuing discussion, it became quickly apparent that most people don't really seem to have, like, any idea of how finances work for independent and artists. Why would they? And, and well, sure. <laughs> seriously, right? Like, that's just like inside baseball. Why would you know that? Yeah. So I just wanted to share with you all a little bit about what that looks like mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. our unusual little corner of the world. Okay. Because it has been changing. Oh, my gosh, Totally. And, and kind of rapidly, right? Mm -hmm. So here's the thing about buying music from small artists like me and Shannon. In 2022, it's completely academic. Uh, you know, and I think that there's a big misconception out there lingering from sort of the before times, <laughs> yeah. you know, that music is something that you can still sell to people at scale. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, technically, I guess it is, right? Like, you can make CDs, you can try to sell them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But things have really changed in the last five years uh, mm -hmm. as Spotify and the other streaming services have uh, successfully replaced music sales, mm -hmm, really, for the vast mm -hmm. majority of people, yeah. you know? Like, it used to be five years ago. Like, think back to just, like, 2017. Mm -hmm. uh, we would press, you and I, and sell each summer, like, 3,000 to 4,000 CDs. Yeah. Every summer, you know? We had, a, we had a peak in 2016 that was more like 4,000, I think. Right. It was, But it was a lot, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? People were still buying a lot of music in 2017. It had already started its descent, but there was still enough of it that we could do it, and it was yeah. a good chunk of our income. It yeah. was something we relied upon, yep. you know? By contrast, this year, 2022, the number of people who will, who will even attempt to purchase our music this album cycle will be far fewer than 100. Yeah. I would guess it would be more like 30. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Because uh, everyone just listens on the internet now. Yeah. And like, why wouldn't you? Of course. We do it too. Because it's, it's amazing. Because like, you just pick up your phone, you go to the Spotify app, you search for literally anything you want, mm -hmm. you tap it, and it starts playing, and it sounds good, and yeah. it's immediate, and you can yeah. add it to a library, you can make playlists, like mixtapes. Like, it's fun. Why wouldn't it's you great. do it? It's really nifty, yeah. you know? Um, but like, even if everybody, let's say that, let's say that the high end of my estimate, right? Let's say that a hundred people this year, yeah. 2022, were like, I'd like to give you money for your record. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you, you guys. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Imagine if each of them gave us $100 for our album, which is ridiculous. Right. It's and way I, more than an album is It's worth. more than you should pay for it. That yeah. would be stupid. You know what I mean? And granted, some people want to be performatively yes. kind. We okay. had someone give us 50 bucks for the record a couple days ago, and it was performatively kind. I mean, it was 
not just performatively. It was like over the top kind. It was that, legitimately well, kind. Well, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But it was like I a gesture. I don't mean gesture. performatively negative. I just mean it was a gesture. It was, yes. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. They were making an over the top gesture and yes. that was wonderful. Yes. But imagine if everyone who's going to buy the record, that's 100 people, went completely over the top and gave us 100 bucks. Right? Yeah. It's just like an extreme scenario. Right. That's $10,000. You can't and live on that. No, that's a thing. Yeah. That's a, like, when you just say $10,000, it's like, wow, that's a lot of money. But think about like actually living. If you had a job that paid you $10,000, would you be okay by the end of the year? Yeah. You would not, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's no longer a viable avenue for sustainable su support of our work and careers. Right. That's kind of the point here. Music yeah. sales is no longer really even contributing to our income, right? right. Um, thanks, Spotify. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so... This is precisely the reason that Shannon and I have been working for the past few years on transitioning our income toward subscription-based income, right? Mm -hmm. um, those hundred people giving us a bunch of money, as much as they possibly can for our new album, it's lovely, but it's just no longer a practical, like, help right, right. in terms of, like, supporting ourselves, yeah. you know? But imagine now a different scenario in which a bunch of people who believe in what we do each of them contributing a small amount per person each month on an ongoing basis, like a little supportive subscription to our ongoing work, hmm, right? You don't say. Now, that is actual, practical, sustainable right. support, right? Yeah. Sustainability is the key. That is the reason why so many people have full-time jobs, right? Because a full-time job has the promise of continuing, consistent, predictable, right. repeatable Right. Checks, yeah. right? That's yeah. why you take a job. Yeah. You don't take a job because you love it, usually. Sometimes. I mean, sometimes you do. Some people re probably really love advertising. Yeah. But probably more people really love that they can do something that's sort of creative and it's got a predictable yeah. paycheck, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that is sort of the point of subscription income. Right. It is providing a baseline of, subs of like predictable, repeatable, right. foundational income, right. right? And so I just want to like... Think about this for a minute, right? Because this new model, if you think about it, like it really more does accurately like fit in with the idea of what it is to support an artist. Right. You know what I mean? Because like if you think about like buying a CD or buying a vinyl record from someone you love, it's mm -hmm. like it's a lovely gesture. It's so kind. It's so meaningful in a spiritual way. Mm -hmm. It is not practically helpful to us or to any other artist at the scale that it will happen in 2022. Or you know what any I mean? time in the future. Or any, yeah, <laughs> seriously, it's not like things are going to get better in 2023. For album sales. No, yeah. this is a line that's going down toward the ground. It's not at the ground yet, but it's heading there, yeah, you know, yeah. which makes sense, yeah, really, yeah. you know? Because um, if you think about like what people need in their lives, like we don't, like Shannon and I, we don't need walking around money. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's what it feels like when people give us money for albums. Those little onesie twosie things, that person that gave us 50 bucks, that's so meaningful. Someone else gave us 20 bucks. Wow, thank you. Right. That's like sandwiches, ice cream. <laughs> Maybe the $50 thing we could turn into a dinner. You know what I mean? Right. But like, that's not like mortgage money. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not healthcare it's not money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. we're real people with real monthly expenses, right? I think that sometimes people kind of think about artists and they're like, Artists, they just somehow exist and they make things and it's so wonderful. And they probably have an inheritance, right? We don't have an inheritance. They probably have a trust fund. <laughs> Jamie's probably been living on a trust fund since he was 30. Like he probably had a rich grandmother that died and now things are fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sorry about your grandmother, but I'm I haven't had a grandmother since I was like 18. <laughs> I it's really weird. They died young. Um, but, you know, it's just, 
it's easy, I think, to look at artists and be like, I love that they do what they do. I'm not sure how they manage to do it. And I don't really care. <laughs> Keep going, you guys. Or they're just, it's not that they don't care. Yeah. It's probably just that they're wrapped up in their own lives. Like they don't have the time yeah. to worry about how we're making ends meet. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, but you know, patronage specifically crowdsourced micro patronage, right? Like mm. that's the thing that you and I are working on bringing our people mm -hmm. along on. This idea that, you know, everybody contributes a little bit. Everybody mm -hmm. who believes in what you and I are doing, who appreciates, who loves the work that we do, mm -hmm. that they all just pitch in what they can. And everybody doing that mm -hmm. makes something that's sort of stable. Yeah. That we can sort of rely on, yeah. right? Here's another great way to put it, right? By supporting our music in an ongoing monthly way, mm -hmm. like people, like you've already paid for that CD. Right, right. You know? And also, you've not just like paid for your own CD, you've also helped pay for everyone else's CD, or you have helped pay for everyone else to listen to it on Spotify. Right. Like any way that someone wants to engage with our music, they can do that for free. Because, because of the support. Of the support. Because yeah. everyone who supports what we're doing has contributed to a situation where we are we can being taken care of. Pay our bills. Bit. We can pay our bills and be stable. And, and put the music out for people to enjoy. And then people can just engage with it on their own terms. Yeah. Which is really lovely, right? Because it, like for us, reciprocally, it's an honor then to send the fruits of our labor out into a world that's populated with the kinds of people who have shown interest in us continuing to perform that labor on their behalf. Yeah. It's like this really cool sort of convection oven of like, like support and art, you know, mm -hmm. all sort of like sustaining A each other. A virtuous convection oven. Yeah, it's really, really nifty, you know? It's, it's interesting. I think that there was a time like, because th this decline in music sales started happening in, you know, 2017, 2018, you know, it was, we were feeling it in 2019, but like we just leaned harder on t-shirts. We were still touring. We still figured out how to make it work. Mm -hmm. Something that the pandemic era really underscored is mm -hmm. that it is not smart to make it so that you have to tour to make a living, to keep the lights on at home. Right. Like we love doing it. We'll do it whenever we can. Yeah. But also we have learned that sometimes that just gets taken away from us yeah. in a way that we can't control. Right. In a way that we really can't do anything about. Right. It's really not smart or safe or sustainable for you and me to predicate our financial existence on, on being, being able, able to do to something tour. three, four months each year that, yeah. we, that we may not be able to right. do. Mm -hmm. Like we really hope we can go out in 2023. Yeah. We're planning to. We're planning to. You know what I mean? And fingers crossed that it will be wonderful unless some new variant comes along. Right. Unless this massive climate change displacement of human populations away from oceans and beaches and further up into the jungle makes human populations and animal populations oh, interact even more. That's where all, different viruses. <laughs> that's where all these zoonotic viruses are coming from. That's right. why they're entering the human population. Yeah, 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 no, because I, climate change is pushing human populations into animal zones. I get it. Yes, You yes, know, yes. like there's all this stuff that's happening and it's going to keep happening more. I'm not saying that we're going to have a pandemic every year until yeah. we die because I mean, Jesus Christ, kill myself the worst thing in the world but like you know mm. I just we can't get cocky mm -mm. you know mm -hmm. this time has really shown us that like it's just a really good idea to try to figure out other ways to do things that are sustainable partnering with our community is the way that we've figured out that works for us mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so I just kind of wanted to take a little moment here to sort of lay out for people who are listening like this is how finances work for us yeah like there used to be a lot of music sales 
now there are no music sales in any kind of meaningful way. Mm-hmm. The subscription-based income thing, the fundraiser aspect, this component that we're sort of marrying with this album release, taking this time to shine a spotlight on it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is why we are doing that. Mm-hmm. It's because it's our attempt to work to partner with our community of people who believe in, who love us, who believe in what we're doing, who mm-hmm. support what we do, to hopefully create a more sustainable just base for us so that when weird things happen in the future <laughs> that we don't have any control over. Yeah. We're okay. Yeah. You know? And they've been doing that for us. Our community has been doing that for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like this has been, uh, you know, their support has been a major part of what's helped keep us going yeah. over the last couple of years. And um, and so we want to we want to keep that going. Yes, we do. And we are so grateful to our community for stepping up in the way that they have to literally put their money where their mouths are, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and saying, yes, I actually do value and, and and want this work to continue in the world. Here's a few dollars of my money every month to make sure that that can ha- still happen. Yeah, you know, Shannon phrased this so wonderfully a couple of days ago. The world is changing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we're changing with it. Mm-hmm. That's what we do as artists. We adapt constantly. I think that is maybe the only consistent thing in the life of an artist <laughs> is the idea that everything is just constantly changing. But like that's what we're built for. Mm-hmm. We're built to adapt to and react to and hopefully thrive on change, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The world is changing. We're changing with it. And we're asking our people to consider changing with us, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to come along with us on this new adventure, this new journey. Yeah. Because we're making this ask now during uh, what's sort of like our album launch special time, now's a great time to uh, throw your lot in with ours just because you'll get some thank you rewards. Yeah. Uh, we've got some really nifty stuff Uh we have a CD. We have a paperback book of the journey of Good to Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a hardcover version of it for people who do a buck a day or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, a buck a day is a really nifty level. Uh, it's just literally you thinking in your mind, you know what? I, I could absolutely, I wouldn't miss a buck a day if it were to go for my bank account, you know? Mm-hmm. $1 every day, gone. Would you miss it? If not, then go sign up at a buck a day. You'll get the t-shirt. You'll mm-hmm. get the hardcover book. You'll get the CD if you want it. Um... You know, it's a, it's a it's a good time, right? So, like a lot of people have been on this journey with us for a while. This, True. This way, the, we a lot of people have answered the call to change with us as the world is changing. True. And have been for the last couple of years. Yep. Uh, but maybe some of you who are listening. Uh, haven't yet become a supporting member of Misfit Stars. Now's a great time to do it because you get the immediate gift benefits. Which is kind of fun. It is fun. So like that would be great. So just what what you got to do is go to misfitstars.com slash support and pick the monthly level that works best for you. Yeah. And uh, join up and we'll send you some stuff and we'll invite you to join our social network. Yeah. And uh, we we will form a tighter bond and it'll be really fun. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. There's all different kinds of levels. Most people, like the average is 10 bucks a month. That tends to be what people average out at. I mean, but that's some people doing 20, some people doing five. It kind of works out right. in the middle, whatever. Right. Um, you know, it's uh, it's meaningful to us to have people who believe in our work. Mm. Uh, we're really grateful for all of you for, for supporting what we're doing. And thank you so much for being our co-conspirators on this long, strange 
wonderful journey. You yeah. know, uh, nothing nothing stays static around here, that's for sure. And also, to people who are already supporting us via Misfit Stars, I've sent you all out an email over the last week. Oh, yeah. Just to let you know, to claim what, like, if you want physical stuff, you get the stuff too. You don't have to, like, do the new support right now during this week to get the right, stuff. yeah. Anyone who's been supporting our work, you get the stuff too. Oh, yeah. And so, go check your email. Yeah, because uh, we need your current mailing address. And yep. in some cases... T-shirt sizes mm -hmm. or your choice of a book or CD. Mm -hmm. Things like that. We need to hear from you. Also, people show up during our live broadcasts. Yes. We're doing live broadcasts every day through December 11th at 7 p.m. PST. Just go to Instagram and look for Shannon uh, or go to Facebook and look for Shannon or personal profile. Right at 7 p.m. you'll see that we've gone live. Just join us. Hang out in the chat in the comments with yeah. us. Uh, if you've already been supporting our work, just claim a Jamie Yoki. Just come right in there and say, hey, I'm one of your supporters. I want to pick a Jamie Yoki. I want to hear some Journey. Hell or yeah. something like mm -hmm. that. You can pick a song from the 80s. I will murder, absolutely butcher. It's, it's incredible. One verse, one chorus, just for you. even more special because of Jamie's uh, chest cold. I know, right? <laughs> it's really great. I'm squeaky like I'm 12 again. It's so good. It's crazy. Well, thank you for pulling back the curtain for us, Jamie. Yeah. And uh, and thank you all for listening yes. to us revealing a little bit more of the... It's, it's kind of like going into the chocolate factory, right? Like, here's how, here's how the chocolate's made. Yeah. Um, um, thanks for, thanks for taking that journey with us. Yeah. And thank you so much for those of you who already support the work that we're doing. Yes. Um, why don't we cruise on into the Inspiration Station? Inspiration Station. I've got a nice thing. Do you have anything? I don't. So please oh, okay, great. inspire yeah. me. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, okay. So I just, uh, I, I saw this wonderful AA quote uh, mm. a couple days ago that I just wanted to share. Okay. Um, it's just a quote from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous mm -hmm. from page 27 from the There is a Solution chapter. But it says, here and there, once in a while, alcoholics have had what are called vital spiritual experiences. To me, these occurrences are phenomena. They appear to be in the nature of huge emotional displacements and rearrangements. Ideas, emotions, and attitudes, which were once the guiding forces of the lives of these men, are suddenly cast to one side, and a completely new set of conceptions and motives begin to dominate them. Talking about that crux, that moment when someone can really get serious mm. about their recovery, whatever mm -hmm. form that might take, right? Because you know what it's like when you're trying to make a change in your life. Like, you're trying to turn the corner. Maybe you're trying to quit smoking. Maybe you're trying to quit drinking. Maybe you're trying to start exercising. And there's two forces happening, right? There's the motivation that you have, the feeling that you know in your heart that you want to make that change. Mm. But also there's the pull of the old. Yeah. Just trying to anchor you down yeah. and pull you back and keep you where you were. Yeah. You know what I mean? And those For two sure. things really battle it out. And this quote really, to me, speaks to that moment. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, you know, uh, it related in my mind to a couple of different interactions with people that I had this week that were mm. really encouraging to me. Mm. So uh, we've got a friend uh, who is getting sober. Mm -hmm. You and I. Uh, but only, re like, she's been talking with us about this for, like, maybe over a year at this point. Mm -hmm. But only recently, just in the last, like, couple weeks, mm -hmm. I've noticed her identifying herself in public as an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And that is such a big deal, mm. right? Because there's like that level of accountability. Like you can talk to close friends about it, mm. but sort of, but kind of keep it to yourself and maybe you kind of go back on it. Maybe mm. you don't do it. And maybe you don't end up doing it. Mm. But when you start, I know from my own experience, Ugh. like when I first got sober, 
I told everybody I met that I was a sober alcoholic mm. because I wanted that accountability. I didn't want to create little like side. Carve out, yeah. I didn't want to have little side area carve outs where I could like people who didn't think I was getting sober. So if I need to go drink, I had someone to drink with. Right. I wanted there to be no safe harbor for my alcoholism. Right. I wanted it just to be something that like, like where I was only focusing my energy on what was next and not letting that thing try to drag me yeah, down. But from I behind. totally get the, I totally get the, the impulse to like not give yourself that label because you're, because you're not, maybe you're not so sure how committed you want to be. To That's this it. Path. Yeah. That's it. I get totally. that. I totally get that. And you know, the other thing that I was thinking about is uh, there's this young man that I know. You and I met him when we were living in LA. Uh, he was like a friend of an, he was, he was like a, he was a friend of a friend of ours kid, basically, okay. you know? So he's like in his early 20s right now. And he was working on sobriety back then. That was like mm. five years ago. And then he kind of wasn't for a while. It was pretty obvious from following him on Facebook because mm. we were connected there. But he reached out to me mm. uh, to uh, let me know that he is going through sobriety again. Mm. And I was like, no kidding, that's great. How much time are you looking at right now? He says, coming up on 19 months. Uh -huh. And I was like, is it feeling different this time, more permanent perhaps? And he says, oh yeah, so, so different. And uh, and I was like, that's so good to hear. Your first trip through seemed a bit tenuous <laughs> and that turned out to be the case. Mm. Hopefully your extra research didn't prove to too terribly devastating. Mm. When I say research, I mean the time he was out drinking again. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what we call it. And he says, it was terrible, dude. I thought I had experienced problem drinking the first time, but it was nothing compared to this last ride, oh, to man. be honest. You know, and I was like, and I was like, oh yeah, it keeps getting worse even during the time you're not drinking. Common experience. I'm so glad you did what you had to do to have had enough of it though, mm. you know? And he says, me too. This time it's for me. And I went mm. into it with a ton of conviction and also willingness. Mm. And this time, unlike the last time, I worked all the steps and I've kept going to meetings. That's awesome. And like, it's just... In both of these examples mm. with these friends of ours, what I'm seeing is just like this shift. Mm. And it really seems like that same kind of shift that you're talking about in that part from there is a solution mm. in the big book, you know? Mm -hmm. That moment, you know, when something just changes inside of you and then you can't stop it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like those, those, those old ideas have just been cast out of you. Yeah. And now you're just, now you've got room for the new ideas. It's so interesting. I, I, I um, in preparing for, now it's gonna be a little time traveling thing here. I was preparing earlier for some thoughts about the song we're gonna share on tonight's live broadcast, yeah. which is gonna be the song "Be with What Is." Yeah. But by the time this podcast comes out, that will have been in the past. Whoa. So, <laughs> but but when we're talking about "Be with What Is," I I I think of that moment when I got to that point of the journey of the album as sort of a hinge moment. Sure. And that's kind of what you're describing. Yeah. Like for me, the "Be with What Is" moment was the moment where. Um, it has to do with radical acceptance. And I feel like yeah. that's kind of the beating heart of this album journey, right? Yep. Like, and it's this idea that when I, when I was, when I went, was going through the process of actually practicing radical acceptance of being with what is, yeah. I felt for the first time in, in this journey, the fact of, of my, my hands unclutching from the stuff that I had been trying to hold on to with all the stuff that I do not have the power to change. Yeah. And letting go of that and feeling for the first time the possibilities for healing and growth and and seizing my own power mm -hmm. that were unavailable to me before. And it was a it felt like a hinge moment. Like yeah. felt like, okay, before this moment, this is how it was. And after this moment, it's gonna be different. Yes. Which is what you're describing. Hundred percent. Yeah. How yep. cool. Yeah, it's really neat. And also, again, that visual metaphor, like when you're clutching on to the old ways, your hand is yes. closed. And as soon as you stop clutching and open up your hand, then your hand is open to receive new things. Yeah.
Totally. Totally. Yep, pretty cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. I've, I've, I feel inspired. Well, hell yeah. Thanks for taking us through Inspiration Station. Why don't we uh, sum up today's podcast with a little bit of a gratitude crank? What you got? So my gratitude today is also recovery related. Yeah. Um, I had a wonderful uh, interview that I did late, late, late last night with a podcaster. You started this at 2 (laughs) a.m. A podcaster from Ireland. And we'll let you know when that podcast is out. We'll we'll send you the links and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, But we were talking about my new album and, and we're talking a lot about recovery. And one of the themes that kept coming back up in our conversation was the fact that um, we have, no matter what's going on in our lives, in the world, in our emotional lives, in our relationships, whatever, no matter what, we always have the opportunity to start fresh one day at a time. Yeah. And that that's, and, I, and so I'm grateful for one day at a time. Oh. I'm, I'm grateful for uh, the fact that each new day, I am afforded a new opportunity to choose um, to be committed to my own healing and recovery mm-hmm. um, and and my own well-being. Um, I'm grateful to, for the fact that yesterday's choices no longer apply, right? Like that I, I do, I get to f- start fresh each day. Yeah. And I'm feeling that in particular this week, just as, as I was describing earlier, how my emotions have been all over the map. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, like the the temporary feeling of of sort of like overwhelm and, uh, sort of depressive type feelings that I had over a couple of days on the weekend, you know, they're gone. Yeah. Like I get to start new the next day with a fresh set of of opportunities and options for choosing that day. And mm-hmm. I, it's like, how how lovely, right? Yeah. How lovely that we get that reset on a daily basis and that we get a, a, an opportunity over and over again each day to choose that day. So I'm just really grateful for the one day at a timeness of all of this yeah. Thing. Yeah. Old life. That's how I like Prince. Okay. Anyway, you. How about, what, are, what are you grateful for? Today, sweetheart, I'm grateful for you. What? I am. No, I really appreciate your steady outlook on life. I appreciate you taking care of me <laughs> when I'm struggling. Even when you want to tell me, fuck you for oh, rest, it's not telling you to rest. No, I know. I'm yeah. teasing. Yeah. I'm teasing. It's the rest I'm mad at. It's not you. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the messenger. It's a shoot the messenger kind of situation. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, honey. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, y'all, is is that is that the end of your gratitude? Uh-huh. Okay, great. I didn't want to like cut you off. Uh, but y'all, thank you so much. We are grateful for you also. Um, thank you for giving us some of your time today for uh, listening to us jabber on about stuff that is feeling important and fun and interesting to us this week. Please go support our work at misfitstars.com slash support. If you're someone who's not yet been supporting our work, uh, you can just start up a new pledge at any monthly amount that works for you. If you're a person who's already supporting our work, but you want to support a little bit more, which is definitely something that like a lot of people have actually been doing over this last week. Uh, so first of all, like if you've been thinking about that, but then you're like, no, that's weird. It's not weird. It's fine. Go ahead and do it. Uh, if you want to level up from one level to another, say that you're at 10, but you want to get up to 20 so you get the t-shirt, that's fine. Just go to misfitstars.com support. Do a new pledge for the extra 10, mm-hmm. and then they'll add together. They'll make 20. You'll get the shirt, that Perfect. kind of thing. If you're at 20, but you want to 
go for the uh, hardcover book, you know, then you can just do another pledge for 11 bucks, and that'll add with your 20 and make 31. For a buck a day. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You can just kind of go do a choose-your-own-adventure, but I'll keep track of it all. So just, you know, go make a new one if that's you. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Y'all, we'll be back next week uh, with more for you. Um, but until then, I just want to uh, admonish you to take good care of yourselves and to be good to each other. Yeah, love y'all. Bye. Bye.